Did I take enough data into consideration? And if you think it through, you find you never could take enough data into consideration. The data for a decision in any given situation is infinite. Welcome to another episode of Decision Architecture Podcast. My name is Chris. Decision Architecture Architect. Yep. Decision Architecture Podcast is a podcast about making decisions and how they, you know, mold us and how they don't. Um, it's more likely about a technology and society podcast with a, a mixture of decision and artificial intelligence. And it's most likely geared towards my, you know, interest in computer science, artificial intelligence, decision making, and many other different things. So if you're interested in listening to these things, you know, stay in. I try to make it as interesting as possible. It's directly coming from uh, courses that I'm taking, things I'm reading, things I'm working on. And, uh, and I try to also you know, find ways to help other people learn a little bit more about me and the things I'm, I'm interested in. Um, it's been about two weeks since I actually uh, made another podcast, mainly because of the fact that um, I am working uh, remotely, doing work remotely, and I'm trying to find a way to also take classes. And they're all just, you know, coming around, you know, in bits and pieces, so... I apologize if I didn't go ahead and make an actual podcast um, in the last week. Uh, I plan to make up for it. Um, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the school and, and classes and um, also, you know, job searching during the, the pandemic, working from online. You know, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. And I'm trying to make sure I don't overload this particular podcast. But, um, yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Um, so tonight, uh, I talked, I would, basically, if you've been reading the podcast, it's about um, developing decision support systems. Um, they're, what is a decision support system? Well, many companies don't just go ahead and make big bets just based off of, you know, hunches or intuition, you know. It's done strategically by taking in information about the world, people, they measure customer experience, their skill set, you know, the chip world around them. And um, with my, one of my classes, we're discussing a lot about managing information systems and decision support system was a great topic to bring up for this particular podcast. So stay tuned and uh, I'll be talking more about it in, in a few minutes.
Let's try this. Welcome back. So I wanted to go ahead and just go and talk about the idea of decision management systems and what management supports mostly mean. Um, so in decision support systems, management needs an actionable like summary view into all the data that is collected. Often these reports or dashboards that display key business attributes, major positions, risk, etc. On a small scale, such tasks may be accomplished by Excel. Management can cut and paste previous quarter numbers into Excel, apply regression or some other projection, and I get a prediction of what next quarter numbers may look like. It can also play what-if games by adjusting sell values with educated guests to get a perhaps actionable results. One thing gets beyond a certain point. It is not practical to aggregate such data in a desktop application, much less run models in that environment. With bigger enterprises, reports and, data and dashboards are created to present key business metrics in a way that enables management to quickly grasp what is happening. Each report or dashboard may highlight a particular perspective of the business and may be built and consumed independently of other reports. This is very similar to uh, data mining and data science and AI. So decisions must be backed by data. It's no stopping that it's inevitable and there is no data to make and if there's no data to make a decision then the first priority should be to gather data so a decision support system is something that's used heavily in most organizations and i believe that we should start using them in our own personal lives how do we do that well for me i believe it starts with figuring out what you want to do what you want to be I, I actually really want to have some sort of, you know, con I want to be able to make a big contribution to our technical aspects of our lives. I want to make sure that I want to find ways to get people who are not technical to become more technical or be interested in being technical. Um, I feel like people, I have a dream of like getting people to uh, be interested in creating their own blogs online rather than actually going ahead and just using social media just to pass the time or to get attention. I think that people should be able to try to leave information behind for other people. Um, I think that people really should take ownership of the internet, but it's very hard, right? Um, a lot of people that I talk to about this believe that um, they need a very fancy, you know, website that's very shiny with a lot of designs and stuff. And honestly, they don't really need to do that. They just need to get started and start working on, you know, creating their voice online. Um, I, I see a lot of people I'm actually interested in talking to, like Ralph Smart, Patrick Hsu, um, uh, Solar Mortal, um, uh, there's a Pat, uh, there's a Paul J. Lipsky. Um, these people I actually listen to. Uh, they they have their own businesses online, from drop shipping to 
um, life coaching to uh, motivational speakers, and they spend a lot of time, you know, gathering information from their disciplines and then being able to, you know, talk about quite, you know, things within a small group of time online, usually YouTube. And the thing about that is that they don't really have to worry about finding out what people actually want to hear. They could just focus on what they're interested in talking about. And then they just follow along with different things. For example, um, a week or two, well, a couple of days ago, I think uh, Monday or two, we had an issue where uh, Facebook was down for approximately almost eight hours. Um, it, was all, it was a global outage, and Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram was all down. And people had to realize what they were going to do in the meantime, you know, without the lack of social media. And a lot of these social media uh, people who I was to influence, they actually spent some time talking on um, YouTube about why we should have, you know, our own, you know, private, you know, uh, blogs or we should have our own websites. A lot of people don't really know how important that is. A lot of people take the understanding that they have to have a whole bunch of followers and not really knowing that followers could be mostly bots, you know, meaning computer programs that um, go online and, you know, download your video and make the, you know, the, uh, the account that you have on TikTok or you know, YouTube, YouTube think that an actual human being looked at it when it was actually like some sort of bot. And you could pay a couple of, a couple of bucks a month and get like, you know, a couple thousand people, you know, looking at it. I've done it. Um, but I think that what I really want to do is make sure that long term, you know, I'm discussing things, you know, long term, I have my voice and the thing that I stand for available online, you know, and uh, being able to also pay attention to things I'm learning in school, which I really feel like it's important for our society. It's important for us to try to pay attention to why we are studying these things. And a podcast is a great way. It's a free, open source way of, you know, discussing the things that I have, you know, on my mind. And I can quickly share that with other people. So, so definitely, uh, one of the ways that you can actually can go ahead and you can set up on, on an online website is by going on um, what we call Eleventy. Uh, is a static um, site generator. Uh, pretty much it takes like something called like a boilerplate, you know, all of the, the common files that are used for a website are put into a package and you can download this package and um, install it on your computer and run it and pretty much have a, a website up, up and running in minutes. Uh, you'll, you can see mine right now on uh, Lernic.com, Lernicgcm. That's L-R-N-C-E-C-G-Y-S-I-M dot com. Um, Linux GCM is a cipher of, a, of, of another word that I discuss on my blog on why I came up with it. But the reason why I, one of the reasons why I do it is because it's a, it, doesn't, it doesn't have any actual real meaning. And because it doesn't have a real meaning, you can go to, you know, you know Google or any any of your favorite search engines and, and put type it in, and I'm the first you know uh, person that shows up on uh, on the um, 
on, on like on on GitHub or um, DuckDuckGo. I just checked just now. Linux GCM when that shows up, it it just shows like um. It's like a Git memory. Which it tells you like all the, all the links that this is actually, particularly at, and it's just GitHub. That's it. Um, if I if you go if you now if you put in um, if you put in if you put it into uh, Google. You will see that I come up on the first results on Google. Google is really good at getting crawlers set up to make sure that your information is, is tracked properly. And one thing about it is that you don't have to fight for ranking. And uh, ranking is something that you, if you were trying to sell, uh, you know, shoes online, right? You would have to go ahead and search online for the right name. You know, you would have to search for the right colors and then you have to constantly fight for that spot. But the internet is big. The internet is as vast and as large. You don't necessarily have to fight at all. You could just, you know, your, your shoes could be standing for something very focused on what you're doing and talking just about you. And, be, and then what happens is that from you, you get the people that you actually want. From you you'll be able to find the people who actually want to listen to you. Because you'll be talking your truth, which is what is something about branding that we should be trying to get around. And that's what I'm looking to do myself. I actually, you know, uh, the name Leonard Gysium, M-L-R-N-E-C-G-Y-S-S-I-N-A-M, is actually a cipher of Chris K. Samuel. Um, you know, I created a little script that rewires, you know, words based off of a, a particular set of characters and it allows me to use that cipher online. So now if I add that to any particular part of the sites, it'll come up. And I, I really like that because, because if I use Chris K. Samuel or Chris Samuel, there's a lot of people who have that name, right? You know, Elon Musk did that with his son, you know, when he has Ash 13, um... I forget the name, but it was basically a the name of uh, some sort of fighter jet pilot, some rocket ship or something. He's very private. And, and it's really important that, you know, we understand that we don't have to kind of like make copies of everybody else. We can become, we can be ourselves. And um, I really want to do that online. I really want to commit to that particular ideology. You know, going ahead and finding the the ideas that I'm interested in, just talking about them like I do right now online. You know, this, I, um, so um, I'll, I'll be talking more about this stuff and I'll be explaining a little bit more about why I do what I do. But the idea is that um, this way of, of acting, it will, will make you stand out far more. You know, it, it, it's much harder to try to fit in. And with your decision support system, it, it will, you, you will be able to make better decisions for you. You know, that's what this whole podcast is about. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, um, I'll end the show. So stay tuned.
Well, that's going to be the end of the show. I'm not gonna really going to spend too much time talking about it. Just to recap, you know, today was the decision support systems creation and being able to have a decision support system allows businesses to be able to make decisions about what they want to do in the future, understand what, they were, what they're doing, how well they're doing now, and, they, and you can't make these decisions without the data. If you don't have the data, you're going to have to start gathering the data. Decision support systems are not done on regular um, desktop applications. It's a very large enterprise um, system that's probably a collaboration of several applications and several um, databases and cloud source utility services that allows you to um, aggregate lots of this data and provide different systems that you might use in your future, um, you know, projects. Um, next week, um, well, I, I, the next time I will definitely will be talking a little bit more about this in a future um, in a future video. So, I'm mean, a future uh, podcast. Um, I want to go ahead and talk a little bit more about Eleventy. Um, the static file, the static site generator that I use, I really am liking it. You know, it's something, I used to be a part of that whole trip of trying to make things so shiny and, and pretty, but you, you really don't need to do that, you know? I think that what you might want to start focusing on is having your own personal YouTube player. And that's what I basically said. You would actually would have a, um, a web client that when you log in, it gives you the YouTube search API. So you can search YouTube for the things you want and you're not bombarded by all of the nonsense that's going on online. Meaning that you can search for things and, and, and have things on your phone and not have to worry about issues that may, you know, come up. For example, you know, uh, I hate being, you know, on YouTube and then getting targeted by ads and stuff like that. You know, I, I feel like, yeah, you do need to pay for ads. You need to pay for your, your services. And I do. But I don't feel like I should have to keep, you know, dealing with, you know, clickbait. Especially when sometimes I'm online and I'm studying. Sometimes I'm, I'm trying to relax and, you know, try to, you know, focus on things. All the time using it for entertainment. But YouTube should be able to be set up so I, I, I'm in control of it. And I want to talk to you about how web developers actually, you know, utilize the services. And um, if you're interested in, in learning more, I actually started a blog. Like I had talked about it earlier. It's Learning Gcm. So it's uh, L-R-N-E-C-G-Y-S-I-A-M.com. I know it's not necessarily, you know, friendly for search engine optimization, but if you Google that, you'll feel, it'll, it'll come up. Um, I do plan on maybe coming up with some other domains to add to it, to make it simple. You know, I'm like probably, you know, I'll probably figure out something um, in the future, but yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. You got this far. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Matane. Let's try this. What you do is you go through the motions of thinking out what you will do about this. 
and then when the time comes to act, you make a snap judgment.